Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What are you listening to on the podcast? Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, Bradley, you and both of you and Holly, the two of you are uh, very uh, committed podcast listeners. I truly only listen to two podcasts religiously. Literally, one of them is. A I was going to say, one. isn't one of them like religious? <laughs> yeah, and the other one is honestly is uh, the COVID nineteen report with Dr. Michael Osterholm. Yeah. I'm like still obsessed with it. But uh, you guys like to listen around, and you always are picking up new podcasts and talking about them uh, behind the scenes. So we're asking everybody, what are you listening to? Yeah, six five one six four one one zero seven one. I have a couple of great current listens, but I also wanted to get some more ideas because I'm about to run out. Um, and I do that frequently where I will like binge something and then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I need something else to listen to. Well, the important thing, and you know this as well as I do, is you should always have something on deck. Yeah. Because if you ever find yourself in free fall, that's when... Yeah. Things get weird. Um, so 651-641-1071. What's a good listen? And um, there were a couple that I just have been, you know, re- regu- there's one that comes out weekly, which those are fun, right? Because it, you feel like, ooh, I got a little gift on on uh, Thursday or right. I get a little gift on Wednesday or whenever the podcast comes out, right? And then there's some that have been released all at once. So you can binge them anyway Two. Um, suggestions off the bat, and then I'm excited to hear what you guys uh, have on your list as well. But there's one from the New York Times called Day X, and this is only, I think there's only about four parts so far that have come out, maybe three. I think four. Today was the fourth episode, and it's all about... Day X? Day X. Day X. From the New York Times, it's all about how uh, this German military officer pulled this scam, and I, I don't want to give too much of it away, but essentially... The authorities uncover this like giant right wing network of um, uh, white supremacists in Germany. Hmm. And but it's so much more than that. That's sort of just the entry point. And it has so much in the way of sort of intrigue, mystery, um, you know, history. It brings in in the way that they report it. There's a lot of um, a lot of fascinating little rabbit holes that it goes down. Um, So that's called Day X. By the way, that's the thing that I love about what podcasts can do is that you think you're listening to one thing and then it becomes yeah. very quickly a story about so many other things that you didn't even realize. Yeah, right. Like right? that's such a good sign or a sign of a, a good, good story. podcast, right. Is that if somebody's able to make you think about things you hadn't shown up to think about necessarily. Uh, the other one is called Decoder Ring and I'm just obsessed with that one right now. Um 
it, it it's one of those rabbit hole podcasts where they just pick something very you know seemingly random and mm-hmm. then they spend 40 minutes going into detail on it you're like i never really thought of that like there's a episode in the current season that talks about hydration and i know we've talked about this off the air where like everybody's obsessed with carrying around a big jug of water why you know i'm thirsty uh, yes (laughs) and and by all means drink water if you're thirsty but there's this like there's this big water sort of industry there's a right. whole industry that's cropped up around big this idea water. that you need to well they i think they actually refer to it as big water that's like they, awesome they there's this whole industry that's built up around it making you think that you have to drink eight glasses of water a day which turns out is not true interesting you're totally fine in most cases we are overhydrating ourselves and it's actually um it's it's part science part culture part uh just human interest so again sign of a great storyteller somebody who can make you think about something that seems ubiquitous or right sort of innocuous like when you first were like i listened to this oftentimes just a peek behind the curtain uh off the air at the colleen and bradley show a pod uh, the conversation will begin with bradley saying i just listened to this I podcast podcast and then the next thing will be like about hydration and we're like okay and then he'll drop some really interesting point that he heard on his podcast about hydration so you you know you're right you and you do have a good nose for sniffing out those good podcasts should we go to the phone let's do it we've got jen on the line hi jen hi jen what's the uh, what's a podcast that you would recommend i would recommend a podcast called smartless it's will arnett uh sean hayes and jason bateman um and they're interviewing their celebrity friends. It's hysterical. Oh, okay. In fact, I think we just didn't we. No, we reference... talked about a different one. I I know what you're thinking right now, Bradley. You're we... you're thinking about the one that was about health stuff, like hypochondria. It was Sean Hayes was doing a podcast. Yes. Um, I don't remember if he was the guest or the host, but it was a yeah, it was a health related podcast. Yeah, but this one is just it's not about health. This is just a bunch of them talking to their friends, right? Yes, absolutely. And they're, they're real friends and they're really good friends in real life. And they're, they're, uh, the jokes that they tell are hysterical because they're constantly kind of, you know, sarcastically berating each other in a fun way to listen to. <laughs> I don't know how to put yeah, it, but it's, just, it's really fun. I love it. Thank you, Jen. Thanks for your call. Smartless is what that one is called. Smartless. Smartless. All right, I'm looking that one up. I am, um, I'm not a big celebrity podcast person. Mm-hmm. Unless I like that particular celebrity. Uh, what I mean by that is I really do like a story that's like, you know, very narrative, like a narrative podcast. Yeah. The one exception to that is it's not celebrities, but there's some local people who talk about politics. Sometimes I should say, I think every episode that at some point they're talking about Minnesota politics, but um, it's called the Wrong About Everything podcast. There's mm-hmm. also a podcast called You're Wrong About, yeah. which is another great listen, but the wrong about everything. It's a local podcast with Minnesotans um, in different political uh, from different political perspectives, which I really enjoy because they kind of yell at each other on occasion. Yeah. And it's fun to just listen to friends yell at each other about the things that they agree and disagree. That you're on. yelling at your friends about. Yeah. 
Wrong. How about, You're can wrong. I can I share with you? It is you, sort of a local McLaughlin group. Can I share podcast. with you a pot an upcoming podcast that I want to put mm, on mm-hmm. your radar? And it is it is the best By of both means. worlds. It is both narrative and it features a celebrity. Um, this one is this was very weird when it came across my uh, you know my news feed. I was like, what am I reading? Vanilla Ice will be hosting a podcast. Uh, this is a, a seven-part BBC podcast. Um, and he's attempting to solve a mystery of who kidnapped a horse named Shergar in a new in this podcast. Oh, wow. So oh, Sher- Shergar was the 1981 Epsom Derby winner. He was kidnapped. He or she, I don't know what, it would probably he was kidnapped in 1983 from Ireland. The thieves demanded $2 million in ransom for his safe return. The money was not paid, and the horse was never seen again. And uh, Rob Van Winkle, a.k.a. Vanilla Ice, will be attempting to tell the story and try to figure out where this horse That's ever so ended random. up. Isn't that random? And do you want to know, the, this is my favorite part. This is what really brings it home for me. You may be thinking, why on earth would they ask Vanilla Ice? Yeah, I'm definitely thinking that. It's because in 2019, he released a single called Ride the Horse. That seems kind of random. So he felt like the the fitting uh, celebrity to do this. Okay. I'm here for that. When is that coming out? That's a really good question. And if I could, uh, if a page would load, I would be able to tell you, but... That's not happening while, right now. While we're waiting for that, Holly, um, do you have any good listens? Holly's always got something that she's listening to. Oh, yeah. The latest season of You Must Remember This is oh, fabulous. Yeah. That's an old Hollywood podcast. And they're going into the history of gossip with Hedda Hopper Ooh. and Luella Parson. So if you want to get a primer, same as it ever was, go and listen to that. I also like the podcast Double Threat which is with Julie Klausner. She is fabulously funny and Tom Sharpling. And they just, you know, talk about is pop culture. she a stand-up comic? Uh, you know, I a think... writer? Comedy writer? Yes. So she wrote the show Difficult People on Hulu. Okay. And if you haven't gone and watched that, go and watch that right now. All the seasons are available. Tom Sharpling's also a, a comedian. And, and they're friends. And they just talk about pop culture and things that they enjoy. Obscure rabbit holes. It's quite delightful. Thank you, Holly. Uh, I'm nothing is loading, so oh, well. I can't tell you. So stay tuned. But for just vanilla know, ice. Vanilla Ice will be talking about horses, and uh, you might be listening. But then again, you might not. And uh, just let us know. Quick shout out to Molly, listener Molly on Twitter, who said, "Check out the Ologies podcast. So many good episodes. Ologies, which describes itself as a comedy ah. comedy ish science podcast, hosted by." Allie Ward asking smart ologists non-smart questions about their professional obsessions. Ooh, this that sounds is, fun. Okay, and then this is really interesting. We got from uh, Wish I Wish I Was Hiding on Twitter. Sent me, uh, we've been binging Smash Boom Best. It's great for adults and kids. Smash Boom Best is the ultimate debate show. We tackle tough questions like which is better, pizza or tacos, mm. cats or dogs. I mean, it sounds like they listen books to books or show. movies, right? Find us anywhere you podcast from. It's also, I think, part of the brains on, um, which is another great one for kids too. So if you've got kids, awesome. that's great for car trips. All sorts of ideas. Brains on, and then the smash boom best. Okay, thank you. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them demons, and we're going to tell you about them. Nope, that's not true. That is absolutely not true. I was one step ahead. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, a little oh. update on 
that Michael Costello, Leona Lewis side dish controversy having to do with the Chrissy Teigen apology. Just stay tuned. We'll walk you through it all after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, we've got an update on a story we've been following. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. There you are. So, okay. Just there's a lot of players that are showing up in this game that we didn't really expect. And so I'm going to quickly try to get you up to date on who we're talking about. So Chrissy Teigen on Monday released an apology, a very lengthy apology that she wrote on medium.com, which is a publishing website. Straight from her very own mouth, uh, apologizing for a lot of the very uh, aggressive bullying behavior that she uh that she carried out over social media and otherwise uh, in earlier days. Then uh, a person by the name of Michael Costello, who was a, and she, by the way, said that she was going to be uh, apologizing to each of the people that she had hurt uh, in person. Uh, she, Michael Costello, who was a contestant on uh, Project Runway, he came forward and he said, hey, guys, like, FYI, like, this is my story about my relationship with Chrissy Teigen. And she said horrible things. And he showed the text chain. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, she basically wished him dead and told him his career was over. Which, which you know, um, was totally believable in the sense that this was not the first time we'd heard of this behavior or alleged behavior uh, on, well, and also part of the admitted behavior of right. Chrissy Teigen. Like, that's a move that yeah. she yeah. Uh, used with a lot of people. Um Anyway, he came forward and shared his own story and uh, talked about how the um, she really did set out to try to ruin his career. And it led to suicidal thoughts, etc., which was awful. And then Leona Lewis shows up in the story and she's not talking about Chrissy Teigen. No, now we're two steps removed. She wants us to know that Michael Costello is not all he's cracked up to be. So she adds her voice to the chorus and says, Hey, everybody, uh, Michael Costello refused to dress me for this event. And it was embarrassing and I was upset. And so I'm a little bit kind of, you know, a little bit not. I'm a little put off by his talk about Chrissy Teigen because it feels a little bit like the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, that was all yesterday. So now we're all up to date. Right. I think with how this has all played out. Next step. Michael Costello and Leona Lewis have squashed it. Uh, Leona Lewis has publicly thanked Michael Costello for apologizing. She says, I wish you healing. Uh, And apparently the two of them had a conversation offline, maybe by phone or whatever. And then she came forward and was like, hey, everybody, all is well. No big deal. Michael Costello and I are all good. And he's great. And thanks. And bye. Yeah, which is so interesting because, like, I wonder behind the scene, you know, regardless almost of what actually happened, you gotta wonder if. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Leona Lewis was like, I don't want to be a part of this story. Like, even though she thought it was right. important to inject herself in this story for whatever reason, I always wonder if people, after the fact of uh, inserting themselves into a sort of beyond viral, just a, a, a very looked at moment, if they're just like after the fact, like, ooh, because of just the sorts of things, you know, like Michael Costello is probably like, well, should I have said anything about what happened to, you know, my experience with Chrissy Teigen? Because now look what's happening. People are coming out trying to prove that I also am a human being. Right. So what I always think is weird is when that choice is made, like to do that publicly, why, why wasn't the choice rather to go straight to the person? Because this is not about, you know, the behavior as much as it is about people's perception of the behavior. Something. Well, yes, that's the result. But there's this, I think, intentional character building opportunity that's going on. Like, I have not thought about this too deeply, so I hesitate to say that's things okay. that sound particularly um, broad. But um, it it seems like sometimes people engage in behavior of like, look at this thing that happened to me to sort of create a persona for themselves. Not that those things didn't happen, but to highlight certain parts of themselves for their public image. Right. 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 And anybody who has a public facing career does that. Like, I don't show up on this show every day being who I am Mm -hmm. in all of my uh, like like the entirety of me. Right. The you don't multiple have time layers. for that. Right. You don't have time for that. Trust I us. tend to shed more light on certain sides of me mm-hmm. that are appropriate for the content that we are delivering. Right. And I think the very same thing is true in instances like these where I think sometimes people show up on social media and um, yell certain things louder than others mm-hmm. in an attempt to paint a certain picture about who they think they are and who they want you to believe that they are. You make a really good point, Bradley, though, that is that I think is good for us all to remember at all times, which is that we only know what we're being shown of anybody at any time, yeah. um, public figure or not. Right. So um, even Chrissy Teigen, she has, she at any time decides which part of her. Well, yeah, She wasn't showing up sharing. like the telling Courtney Stodden to off herself side of her. Right. Right. Like that. Right. But, but now we're seeing that. Exactly. Which is creating this, this, you know, dissonance that people are like, wait a minute. Well, one more quick thing. Chrissy Teigen apparently is hoping to do a Meghan Markle style interview with Oprah Winfrey to tell her version of the truth. So watch for that or don't. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. D-bags after this on My Talk 107. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. And uh, we have some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about. We have a name for them. That name is... D-bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. 
Who's your D bag? Oh, um, Colton Underwood. Oof, oof. What? What now? What? 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 Okay, so um, I, like, okay, this is a complicated one. First of all, uh, happy pride to Colton Underwood and all of the LGBTQ mm-hmm. uh, community. And let's say community. Um, and uh, because that's what June is. And so I hesitate to <laughs> make Colton Underwood my D bag, but it's actually a combination platter, mostly at the expense of Amazon. So we'll t- let's let's talk about this story. So I okay. saw this on Ian and people online were talking about this yesterday. So you may have seen this. Colton Underwood shares the amazing Amazon finds that help him show off his pride. It's basically an Amazon. um Gift guide, shopping guide, whatever you want to call it. And it is, he's like an influencer. He's part of Amazon, Amazon's influencer program, which this is not the first time this has ever happened. We've talked about, you know, Priyanka Chopra, Mm -hmm. Nick Jonas, Zac Efron, and others have um, done these, these Amazon lists of their favorite products. But, but I do, (laughs) I just, you guys. Okay. So he has a list of products that he, um, he has chosen that help him show off his pride. Okay. And I would like to read a couple of these to you. Okay. Thanks. So, for example, he has uh, the Adidas Originals National Waste Fanny Pack Travel Bag. Ooh. And uh, this is what he says. a really nice fanny pack. This is what he says of his fanny pack. I have this fanny pack because fanny packs are coming back in style. And everyone needs a good one this summer. For me... I know my pockets get full, and I feel like the shorts get shorter, and the pockets get more shallow. So you don't have a lot of room to put your wallet, cell phone, and keys. A fanny pack is a good way to solve all of these problems. <laughs> that okay. sounds like his third grade teacher asked him to write, to write a book report. A, a book report on right? fanny pack. Okay, again, pride. These are yeah. things helping yeah. him show his pride. Yeah, but his fanny pack. His fan, It's just a black fanny pack. He just needs something to put his stuff in. Also on his list, Colton Underwood's Amazon list of amazing pride finds, you guys. Okay. Fitbit Charge 4 Fitness and Activity Tracker with built-in GPS heart rate sleep and swim tracking. Black, black, one size, small and large bands included. Quote, right now, going for a walk, working out, and just breaking a sweat is something for me. That's just very important for my health and also my pride. I like tracking my steps. I like tracking my calories. I like tracking anything I do that is physical. Neat. If you don't already have one, buy a Fitbit. Okay. All right. Okay. Are you proud yet? I mean, wait. So I have a question. Celebrate with me. Like, what about that is pride? I, I don't know. Uh, it, okay, is that the same question you had? Yep, still wondering. I mean, I heard the word pride in there, and so, it is capitalized in the book report, but I don't know what that means. Yeah, so let's try another one. Sorry, okay. I no, have to. No, let's. Leftist. Let's oh, no, not leftist. Sorry. Let's fit. Um, white noise machine. Oh. I have to okay. sleep with white noise. It's sort of a non-negotiable wherever I go. Okay. I mean, oh. I go to bed, but what? He, Wherever mean, he's going, he's got to have white noise. Anyway, what I love about this white noise machine is it's travel size. So you can pick it up and take it anywhere. I spend a lot of nights in hotel room travels. This is a lifesaver and a game changer. Sleep is very important. With one of these, your sleep quality is going to go way up. <laughs> oh, honey. Okay. I just, 
I got to do one more, and I'm sorry. Okay. I can't help myself again. By the way, that is a steal at $26, though, if you are a person who needs... It's on your phone. I know. That's also true. <laughs> a it's lot on of these, your phone. A you lot don't of these need are a... on the phone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. or, you know, a fanny pack, is your phone is in it. Yeah. Dr. Teal's Epsom salts. Okay. Pride picks. Okay. From Colton Underwood. Yeah. Epsom salts. Anyone? Okay. A way that I've sort of taught myself to give myself some self-love... is to give myself spa nights and take care of my body. And one way I do that is an amazing bathtub. Okay. Nope. I misspoke. One way that I do that is an amazing bathtub. Is in amazing bathtub. It literally says is in amazing bathtub. I do Epsom salt baths, which helps with recovery. After running and biking, Epsom salts take away the aches and pains. Have you heard any pride here? I heard no pride. Like, what? I didn't hear any pride. I do that is in amazing bathtub. He also no. loves Don Francisco's vanilla nut flavored whole bean coffee. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's just like, here's the thing again, like happy pride to everyone. And sure, if you love Colton Underwood, you're going to want to see what things he wants to buy on Amazon. But like. I know you're looking at the. Uh, there's so many. We could do this <laughs> oh, entire. I just had to do one more. Pride pick. Pride pick from Colton Underwood. Voss Artisan oh. Water. Yeah. My go-to water bottle is Voss. These are great for me when I'm entertaining or when I have guests over. Isn't that the same thing, by the way? Yeah. Are you well, entertaining you alone? Guests over, and you're like, I'm not going to entertain you. Okay. You figure it out. Entertain yourselves. My also, if you're of a certain age, the Fujifilm. Instax wide 300 photo instant film camera. It's just a Polaroid camera. Mm-hmm. One of my newer obsessions and something that I feel like makes me stop and enjoy the moment. I feel like we all have camera phones, but when you have a Polaroid camera, it's just a completely different. Oh, it's just get, completely it is, different. And you get to enjoy the moment with a tangible photo. Okay. Like, I got I it. Listen, Girl, listen, like, no, welcome congrats. And thank you. But I feel like in a, in a couple of years, this is maybe not the moment right. to do this particular. Like, I don't know that there's a right way to do a very thoughtful. Amp, but I actually feel like there is like, do you know, like a book. Yes. By like an LGBTQ author. Or a your movie, su- a, a documentary. Supporting small businesses. Yeah, oh. like a t-shirt that like represents something that you find right. important as an LGBTQ person. Like right. that's a statement. But like Epsom salts? Dr. Teal's, no and less. self-tanner? Like do you <laughs> want everyone Jergen's to think self-tanner. that we are all just one big, you know, stereotype oh. of... Here's the thing, like, congrats to him because he cashed a check. Yeah, no, literally. So he's got some extra money in his pocket. Wow. So good on him. He's mm-hmm. in amazing bathtub. He is in amazing bathtub. <laughs> he is an amazing bathtub. Yeah. Wow. I don't, know. Yes. I don't know what it all means. Know, anyway, nobody that's does. My, no. That's my D-bag. Thanks, uh, Amazon. Do you know who my D-bag is? Who? It's like, okay, I'm. it's a lot. It's like the source who talked to page six and spewed a bunch of dumb revisionist history having to do with Benifer. Oh, God. Mm. Ready? What? The headline in page six, Jennifer Lopez saw Ben Affleck as, quote, the one that got away before reunion. What? What? 
So then the source goes on to say, and I'm just going to read the source's words, and you can try to tell me who you think the source is. Jennifer always saw Ben as the one that got away. She was crushed after they broke up, though she felt at the time that they had no other choice than to call off their engagement. As hot and heavy as their relationship was, they were on very different paths at the end of it. Jennifer was ready to settle down and have kids, but Ben wasn't keen on giving up his bachelor lifestyle just yet. In the end, she got tired of waiting for him to come around, even though it broke her heart to end things. Uh, anyway, so this then, is from Jen. Yes. Yeah. But basically, it's like, yeah, but he was totally the one that got away, and that's why they're back together. Because, like, how many times do you have the chance to get a second chance? So she was just chance? like waiting until they were both single again. Okay. Only that doesn't work. But because can we just... there were times when they were both single. Exactly, and and this whole narrative about like Ben wasn't ready to have kids yet. Um, Max and Emmy, her children are thirteen. Do you know how old Ben Affleck's oldest child is? Not that old. 12. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So about the same age. They're basically the same age. Okay. So like that whole, I mean, this again, it's revisionist history. It's this like notion that what they're trying to sell us is that they are getting a second chance at love. This like hot, steamy couple that we ruined, by the way. Don't forget, you guys. Oh, yeah. No, that was the the actual reasoning that we were given at the time by Jennifer Lopez herself was that the media was too up in their business. Right. So we ruined them. Mm-hmm. But now, now they're back together, you guys, because they, they get a second chance at love. They really always loved each other. They always did. Um, she always regarded him as the one that got away. And now they get the second chance. And you guys, this time the media is not going to ruin it. No, they're not. Actually, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to guarantee you right now. That's going to be the, the same narrative is going to be used at the very end of this story. That the media got yeah. too close. We yeah. all got mm-hmm. too close. We cared too much. But that won't work this time because they literally rented out a sexy mansion yeah. to be sexy with each other. And so that we could see the photographs of them being sexy. And then yeah. they so- hired and paid for the meal of a paparazzo to catch them making out at the mo- no- Nobu. In the- Malibu. In Malibu. Mm-hmm. Thank you. They should just call it no, 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 Mal- okay, no. Bye. bye. One is a city, one is a restaurant. <laughs> Fine. Malibu is an actual city, right? Correct. Yeah. Anyway, don't buy it, everybody. Don't buy it. And also, it's not your fault that well, they broke up the is? first time. It's who, just this not. is the question. I guess there are. Uh, we need a name. Do Lori and people. Julia do? Okay, by yeah. Do Lori and Julia uh, buy this relationship, Holly? I think they do. I think that they think I think that you can buy it in as much as yes, there is probably validity in that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are probably doing it. With oh, each they're other. banging. Yes, exactly. Banging. But but the <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, Lori's obsessed with whatever sex they're having. Right. Like, yeah. I'm sure that's the area that they would key in on because I, I think Lori and Julie usually approach things as a re- like from that, like, oh, here's a relationship that presents itself. What does this mean? Yeah. But they're not so critical, perhaps, on the timeline of events, mm-hmm. kind of like we are, how the narrative is being constructed so that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez doing it can be well received by Again, the public. We don't judge. We analyze. That's we right. don't judge. We analyze. We do judge, but we're not judging. We're just analyzing. <laughs> Thank you. That was a lot of words. I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm just saying, like, when we talk about them, we're not judging their relationship mm. or the validity well, of we their don't love. Know. 
We don't know. We're just analyzing what we're seeing. Yeah. Okay. Because that's There's we're scientists. The celebrity. Like that. Yes, we're scientists. Social scientists. Mm, Pop so culture scientists. Only when not. we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of Ben and Jen, we have another Jen to talk about. Ben's other Jen, his old Jennifer Jen, Garner. Jennifer Garner. We're going to talk about her after this on My Talk 1071. Watch out for those severe thunder, thunderstorms. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. So, you know, we've been so focused on Ben and Jen, meaning Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, that, you know, really, we got to give some attention to Jennifer Garner. Yeah, well, uh, Jennifer Garner is taking every opportunity to get her name in headlines while Benifer, uh 2. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know, or whatever we're calling them. Uh, make headlines themselves, as are every other person connected to those individuals. This uh, particular opportunity taken by jennifer garner deals with her rental mansion by the way did you know that she was in a rental mansion i feel like did we briefly touch on this the other day that she was having some renovations and that she had oh she's building this Mm -hmm. like bougie perma mansion um yeah no it's like it's ridiculous but she's been renting a 14 million dollar mansion um, while uh, she's waiting for construction to end on her new Brentwood mansion, which is located, by the way, next to, or near rather, I mean, because everything's not that close when you're in a mansion, right. uh, Ben Affleck. So she... Oh, they're going to be neighbors. Because what I first saw was... Because the kids. As, as Jennifer Garner moves closer to Ben Affleck, I was like, ooh, Ben Affleck's doing good. He's got all the ladies moving to his neighborhood. <laughs> he's like, he's everybody Jennifer, come, come to me. Jennifer Lopez. Now he's got Jennifer Garner, who's 49 years old with her 15-year-old daughter, Violet, and 12-year-old Serafina and 9-year-old Samuel. Wait a minute. Hold the phone. I said in the last segment, his oldest is 12. No, their oldest is 15. 15, 12, and 9. Yeah. Okay, go on. So the uh, rental home, and by the way, this is the home that you've probably seen on social media. It is a six-bedroom home, Mm -hmm. seven-and-a-half bathroom, because you got to have more bathrooms than bedrooms. Sure, that's how you know you're rich. Day of the week toilets. 10,000-and-a-half square feet. That's 10,500 square feet. Um, we Thank you. They didn't well, just count yeah, to half. Just the one little half. And six, six inches. inches. <laughs> um, but the monthly rent, as estimated by Zillow, is about $53,000. Uh-uh. 
$53,000. I am thinking things that I'm not saying out loud. Yeah, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful home. It is a little it's a gorgeous white home. for my taste. Well, I'm like, just literally say, everything is white. Yeah, like everything. They're not that. I'm just, as somebody who has some white woodwork in my house, it doesn't matter. She's got a cleaning lady. So who, what does oh. she care? She's got a cleaning crew. She's got a whole say, cleaning staff. Yeah. yeah. She has Sorry. a cleaning company mm-hmm. that takes care of that uh, home. And it's probably not even hers because it's a rental. So mm. the owners are probably like, uh, every month we're going to have these people come out. The house was built in just 2009. It was owned by cosmetics heir Dean Factor mm. of the Max Factor family and his wife, Shannon. Just Shannon. Uh, before <laughs> it was... Purchased by the current homeowner, who is an investor, and um, that's all we know. But then it's you taking Jennifer at, Garner's money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to the tune of probably fifty thousand dollars. I would live Oof. in the walk-in shower. Just to, oh my gosh! Well, who doesn't in, want? Are you kidding me? Yeah, Look at that thing. Um, and it has like a bench. Although I would want one of them uh, built-in benches. Yeah, yeah. That seems like that was an afterthought. That was, I don't know. Also, it's too white. There's not a stitch of color in this thing. Yeah, you gotta like, you gotta accessorize with a pop of color. And also stains, anyone? Well, that's, again, when you've got kids running around with their grubby hands, but again... Adults, too. Cleaning crew. It does have a theater, uh, a home theater, which I feel like uh, in this day and age is just a gimme, like... Right. If your bougie mansion doesn't have a home theater, you did it wrong. It also Mm -hmm. begs the question what her actual home is going to look like, because... right. She's been waiting for that dumb thing to get built for quite a while now, so I want to know what that looks like. I just want to read some words that, um, when you talk about my house, you won't say these words. Ready? A beamed tasting room with a fireplace is attached to the large temperature-controlled wine cellar. Wait, yeah. th- what does it even mean? means that that's There's the room you drink wine your wine cellar. in. Well, that's where you keep your wine, that's right? Where, well, the cellar is where the you keep it, and then there's room, yeah. a tasting room well, adjacent. If you've been to like a fancy restaurant that's got one of them uh, wine room things, mm-hmm. it's all like surrounded by glass. <laughs> yeah, that to me places. would be a waste. But I don't if drink you know, no, one of them fancy restaurants. I don't drink no wine, so I don't care about that. I mean, at first when I saw a tasting room, I thought like, what do they taste there? Like, I wanted one of those. I felt like she has a craft we do that room? on cheat day. This is our tasting room. Oh, by the way, a thousand bottle wine cellar, a gym with a sauna, a craft room, an oh ensuite gosh. bedroom. Well, no, but who can doesn't I just say, have an ensuite bedroom? I do just want to say that if if I had to do quarantine all over again, like I would want to do it in this house. Well, you, know, you would never have to leave. Billiards. It has everything. I think that's kind of old school. Like that, those old school things I do not care about, right? Like a billiards room no. or a wine cellar. That's only good for Clue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> better. I will say they have a barbecue kitchen. I don't know what that means. But see, there are things that, like, tasting rooms, barbecue kitchens. What does barbecue it all Barbecue kitchen mean? probably is like you have a kitchenette outside with your grill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're probably right. A barbecue kitchen? That. So in like normal people terms, we just call that an outdoor kitchen. Oh yeah, well I see it now. There's a photograph yeah, next of, to that fireplace. Yeah, I think that the fireplace is perhaps the barbecue kitchen. Well, no, there's that big long grill thing next to her or next to her. I just <laughs> gendered the fireplace. <laughs> Sorry, I get oh. I get drooly when I look at like celebrity real estate because it's so pretty. It's also a very small yard. Yeah. 
for such a big house, which maybe she likes it that way. Yeah. I, I mean, would rather have smaller home, more land. Like, I don't need, I mean, I'm more indoorsy, so I I want more inside space. Yeah, I just don't need that much space. Like, I don't need a wine cellar. I mean, trust me, I don't want a small house. I'm saying, relatively speaking, I I don't need like 30 rooms because what are you going to do? Just like, that's what I, this sounds like a dream to me. Like, you just have so many options of places to sit. You're going to put on roller skates and you're yes. going to go through yeah, the whole house. Then at night, I'd think somebody's in there and they're going to kill me. Yeah, like, but I would but feel too, like, like what, whatever the opposite of claustrophobic would be. But then you'd be like, oh, but I have a whole security team. I mean, you know what? The feeling you're having about a big house is the feeling I have about space. Like, the idea of being in space feels too close to nothing. That it scares me. Oh, you me. mean actual space? No, like actual, like outer, like space. outer space. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I that would be so much for me to handle. I would want something a little more intimate, but then I would want, like, you know, maybe a, a cute little uh, cottage in, you know, the back 40 that you could, uh, you know, Listen, build a fire next to. I would just live in her fireplace. I'd be fine with that if I could just visit the house. Uh, anyway, I don't know when her home's going to be built, mm. but. Well, I suppose a thing like that takes a lot of time. Yeah. Because like you said, if you look at the rental and your jaw is dropping, uh, also, one wonders what rental, Jennifer Garner wonder, wants in her forever home. I wonder if it is a um, furnished rental because the thought of like living in a rental mansion seems like, like, do you unpack your stuff while you're waiting for your home to be built? Because I wouldn't want to. No, you have assistants who yeah, bring it to storage. I was just going to say, like, I don't think, like, you know, she's got people, like, they, it's not like us where it's like you rent the U-Haul and then you get the boxes and then you unpack them. Like, they've got people that do that. Yeah, That's they're like, like a whole here's your rental furniture. And yeah. Here's your furniture we're going to bring to the new house. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <sighs> How the other half lives. Mm. Must be nice. Well, good luck to you, Jennifer Garner. Can't wait to see your new house. Right? Drool all over that. It's like four people, by the way, are living in all that. It's unbelievable. Lucky kids. Lucky. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the snack food that you've loved ever since you were a kid? Like you still love it now. What's the snack food you've always loved? 651-651. 641-1071. We'll talk to you after this on My Talk 1071.